We were designed to enjoy what we eat, to slow down enough to really savor whatever it is that is on our plate, because that is what's going to nourish our body and nourish us enough to do our best work in the world and to be there for those that we care about. Hello, and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Botello, health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self-love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to this theme conversation. I'm here to talk about what's coming up for you as you address these different things that you've experienced in relation to food in your life. Often we can look at eating and preparing meals and eating healthfully, especially as not really fun. And then even for those types of foods that maybe people would call forbidden foods the things that maybe aren't the best for our health, even though we can really like them, we can feel guilty about eating those foods sometimes because we know that they're not helping our health. Do you get a lot of guilt when you eat a certain way, if you're not eating really, really well, or if you're allowing yourself to have a treat? Because our, our life is meant to be fueled by food. That's how our bodies work. And we're also meant to enjoy the process of eating. And all the information that comes at us from all over the place can sometimes destroy that and make eating more clinical than it needs to be. And it may make us second guess everything. So I want to invite you into the idea of intuitive eating. And really, as I say, in all other areas of your wellness and self-care, asking yourself, what do I need? What is my body telling me that it needs right now? I want to share a story. I believe I've shared it before. I'm not sure if I've shared it in this group, but there was a time, I believe it was summer of 2020. I was getting ready to go to the cottage with my family and it was just a beautiful, a beautiful warm season and we hadn't been able to go anywhere. So I was so thrilled to be, <laughs> to be able to get moving into a different place and enjoy the outdoors, enjoy the beach, the beautiful lakes in Ontario. We're so blessed to have some beautiful, beautiful bodies of water here. And this was a new build we were renting and it was you know, high ceilings and just beautiful layout, big kitchen. And so when we got there, I was excited to have a beautiful array of all types of foods so we could enjoy them to nourish ourselves and to hydrate ourselves because we'd be outside a lot. Things that we could take to the beach, things we could eat around a bonfire, things we could eat um, in the beautiful kitchen as well and the dining area. And so I went to the store and I got my usual haul of a lot of beautiful produce and where this cottage was is close by to a lot of farm country. So there's some really good farm to table produce that is available there. 
And so, of course, being summer also, just anywhere in Ontario, beautiful food that our farmers provide for us. And I'd love to buy organic wherever possible. I always encourage people to do that, although I know not everyone feels it is possible for them. And, you know, everybody's economic situation is different as well. It's something to strive for. Looking for sales is always a good idea. So just so you know, really eating any kind of vegetable rather than processed food is better for your health than striving to eat everything organic. Organic is a goal, that's great, but ideally eating a whole food that was grown in the earth is going to do far better for your health than eating something that's just packaged and has been sitting on a shelf for ages and ages, right? So we want to invest in our in our health by investing in the foods that we're eating. And I understand it's a more of an investment for some people than others. That is a very real experience. There's a lot of privilege involved there, which in my opinion shouldn't be the case. That's a whole other, that's all the rant I could go on because I truly, truly believe we all would have so much more joy in eating if healthy food was available for everyone and that it did not cost a lot. There was a time where you didn't have to buy water, <laughs> right? To have healthy water. These food and water, they, they're basic human necessities. And so my opinion is we need to look at shifting things. That takes a lot of people and a lot of people in high places to be making changes like that. But I will say this instead, we can do what we can to shift and alter our expenses so we can afford those healthy things to eat so that we can feel good. We can go out into the world, use our gifts, be of service, make wonderful money so that we can help others do the same. And so we can buy higher quality for our health. It's all connected. So back to the cottage, <laughs> this story, I went and I got my haul of produce and I was eyeing, I, my eye just was so drawn. You're going to laugh. It's like, ooh, I was drawn to cabbage. There was red cabbage, deep, deep purple, and there was green cabbage. And I said, I'm going to get both. And they were cut in half so because we were only there a certain time and I knew we wouldn't be able to eat all of it. So I wanted to, to shop accordingly. So I brought the cabbage home and I just, I put it in the fridge and it got all nice and cold. I found myself gravitating to constantly wanting to eat both of these cabbages. Like I just would rip off a piece and I just eat it. Kind of like you might just eat a carrot as a snack. I wouldn't cut it up. I just rinse it off and it was beautiful. And I found it so refreshing. It was cool. It was delicious. You may be thinking, oh my gosh, this is really weird. <laughs> and my family kind of was looking at me like, what? Because I've never really been like this. And I thought, well, where has cabbage been in my life? I've cut it up and put it into things in smaller amounts. And I like sauerkraut and it's fermented and it's, I know, really good for our gut microbiome. And that's something we'll talk about soon too. But what was this about the raw cabbage? So time went on and I found, I'm just, this is my new snack. And I was, then I found myself craving it. And I take really wonderful nutritional supplements. I share about those all the time. I'll drop a link below for the ones that I recommend and have been using for over 26 years. And it's helped my health tremendously, as well as many, many other people in my midst. And yet those particular vitamins do not contain iron because iron is so readily available in many of our foods, in grains, in our vegetables, which many people eat a lot of, of course, meats. 
especially red meat. I don't eat a lot of red meat, but we, we don't find it hard to have too much iron. And if you live in a place where you have well water, there's a lot of minerals and iron there. So I thought this was interesting. And then I noticed over time and really over the last few years, I noticed my hair was starting to thin and fall out a lot, way more than usual. And I have very thick hair normally, so it didn't really affect how it looked so much. It still looked thick, but I was losing my hair. My nails were breaking and I found my skin feeling a little bit more sallow than usual. In the summertime, I had a bit of a glow, but as the fall went on, I was still craving this cabbage and I was noticing, okay, when is this hair stuff going to stop? And when is, when are my nails going to start to be strong again and not be so brittle? And so the time went on and we moved into the winter season and finally, at some point, I guess it was actually earlier this year in 2021, I finally was able to get into a doctor's appointment, actually a phone appointment with my doctor that, of course, physicians have been so busy through <laughs> 2020 and beyond. And I was telling him about my situation. He said, well, let's take a blood test. I said, yes, I really need one because normally I would have one every single year and I like to compare my blood tests over year over year. And so we did this blood test. And it came back that I had low ferritin levels. Now, I wrote a blog about this and what that means and all this kind of stuff. Basically, your ferritin levels are the storage of iron in your blood. Okay. And so that was low. And this made sense because being perimenopausal, I've been having uh, very heavy periods. And I guess that was, I thought, well, this happened for my mom. This just must be normal. And my doctor said, yes, it's quite normal. But he noticed my iron levels were really low. So he said, let's get you on an iron supplement. So I did that three months later, they were back to normal. It was great. And now I can say like my nails are much stronger. My hair is much thicker. It doesn't fall out as much. Like everything has really improved because of one nutrient that is not even seen fit to be necessary to be in a high quality vitamin product because we get so much iron. I'm saying this and I'm sharing this story to you, uh, with you because again, these are what our cells are made up of all of these vitamins and minerals. And often we don't really know what, where things are at until we get a blood test. So I invite you into that. I'm always talking about people getting blood tests on a regular basis so you can and learn how to read them. Again, I have a blog I will link below that talks about this experience and shows you what certain markers mean on your blood test in this particular one focused on iron. And so I realized that summer vacation, when my kids were looking at me funny, and I was gnawing away on cabbage constantly, never seeming like I could have enough. That was interesting. My body was craving iron. And yes, irons and other vegetables. I also found myself craving potatoes, like roasted potatoes and even French fries, which I never would normally crave, very high in iron, right? Those were the certain things, those foods, my body was saying, you need more iron. And so I invite you into the idea that you can find more joy in eating and preparing healthy things for yourself when you realize that when you do, your body is going to be getting what it needs in order to feel its best and to operate at its best. 
It takes a lot to make all of this happen, to make your heart beat, to have your lungs be clear and healthy, to have a strong immune system, to have a healthy gut, for proper digestion, for clear skin, for glowing hair, for your eyes to sparkle. Like these things that are so easy to take for granted and for us to instead look outside of within our body to, ooh, which hair product, which moisturizer, which brightening toothpaste should we be using? Which Botox, which I don't know, like no no shame against anyone who does these other treatments, but why don't we look inside first? And often it's what are we putting in here to make it work? And that may shift a perspective for you about how you look at how you're feeding yourself because your body is a temple and it is worthy of your best care And it's worthy of joy in the process. And that's, again, going back to two weeks ago when I was talking about food and why there's different tastes and flavors and spices and sweetness. And we have taste buds for a reason. We eat because we were designed this way. And we were designed to enjoy what we eat, to slow down enough to really savor whatever it is that is on our plate, because that is what's going to nourish our body and nourish us enough to do our best work in the world and to be there for those that we care about and to live a happy life. It's the basics. And so I invite you into that to have more joy, to find more joy in the process. Because if we let ourselves, we can very easily just be on a treadmill and not really caring and just feeling like everything's a chore when really it is a gift that we give ourselves. And especially if we ask for help along the way to make it happen and make it possible to slow down, to savor and to feel our best. I'm grateful you're here. I'd love to hear what's landing for you as you're thinking about all of this. What are you noticing coming up And what do you want to shift? You can always make a shift. Thanks for being here. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect Podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.